welcome to Jess on the Mountain, a podcast about yoga, chakras, and becoming your own guru. I'm Jess Goulding, and by the time this reaches your ears, I will be in Chacala, Mexico, with my Pranashakti dance teacher, Dr. Deb Kern. Those of you who have been in Chakra Savvy Reset Your Life game plan will remember the dance she gave us when we got unstuck in Chakra 2 and let go of stagnant emotions. That's what I'm doing here all week on a personal retreat with her to refresh and rejuvenate, and it made me want to offer you a little something special as our journey up the mountain is here in the heart chakra. Monday through Thursday this week, which if you're listening in real time is May 8, 9, 10, and 11, I'm dropping one new yoga class per day onto my YouTube channel. These are from my yoga class series called Into the Heart, which I taught in my online yoga membership. Each class is a Hatha yoga practice for one of the first four chakras, but it's looking at that through the uh, through the lens of the heart. So for example, the first chakra class is into the heart for grounded connection. So we do a chakra one grounding practice with the intention of feeling and seeking connection within and with others, right? So it's chakra one grounded, chakra four, the heart connection. It's inspired by the way trees communicate through their roots and support each other underground. The second practice focuses on emotions and delight in the heart. So it's kind of a hips and hearts practice. Then the third chakra is into the heart for the power of love. And finally, into the heart for balance. These are 75-minute classes, but don't feel like you have to do the whole practice to gain benefits. You could do the first 10 minutes where we get centered and set our intention. And then just notice how you feel in the rest of your day, just by taking 10 minutes to listen a little bit more about the heart chakra, how it relates to the others, get centered, notice your breath, and then move on. Just see how you feel. Or you could do the first 20 minutes or 30 minutes, however much time you have to carve out of your day. Just end your personal practice when you need to, stopping with enough time to give yourself a brief shavasana. Let your inner guru guide you to how much of a practice you need to do to open your heart, to get grounded, delighted, to feel empowered, and to balance. So that's one each day for you to play with and try out and be fun while I'm here. And in addition to these full Hatha yoga classes, in this episode, I'd like to offer you three simple practices that can help balance the heart chakra. We all need a little balance here in the love. And this is how we can build awareness about how love and compassion are operating in your life. All the things that we've talked about, giving and receiving love, making sure that you have self-love so that you are capable of loving others in a balanced way in the world right? Those tendencies of codependency or withdrawal, those two ends of the spectrum, right? No more jealousy, none of that needed when you spend a little time in your heart every day. So here's three ways. First, balanced ratio breath. And I like to do this with hands on your body. So balanced ratio breath means that however long you inhale, you take that same amount of time to exhale. So you can count or recite a mantra or even do the alphabet, anything that helps you mark time on the inhale and mark that same time on the exhale. It can be very powerful, I think, to put your hands on your ribs. So you can kind of turn your fingers back, put the backs of your hands and fingers on your ribs. 
And when you breathe in, maybe starting to the count of four, you feel your ribs move out into your hands. You're embracing heart chakra. And then on that same four beat on the exhale, you feel the ribs come back down. So you're giving your whole body, mind, spirit connection to an evenness, a balance, the physicality of the heart chakra and the physicality of this area of love. Remember, it is the air element. So breath is very appropriate to work with the heart center. This is my suggestion. And then you ask your system, your inner wisdom, how it might be modified to help you feel openness in your chest and ease in your breath, right? A clenched breath where we can't really give and receive oxygen equally can be an indication that there's something clamping down on your heart, whether that's grief or just heartache and heartbreak. So bringing breath there is like bringing in like a cleansing mechanism. It's like opening up the windows on a beautiful spring day and letting things air out. You might prefer your hands somewhere else, like maybe just right there on the hand center, heart center, or even across your chest, like butterfly wings, kind of feeling the weight of your arms on your body. That can be very grounding in the heart. Just place your hands where it feels right and choose the breath that helps you feel safe and secure in the heart. So maybe a three breath one is nice Then bring that out to four, you know, just count maybe even all the way out to eight. You might also enjoy adding a suspension at the top and the bottom of the breath. And that's great too. Just notice how it makes you feel. Life moves pretty fast as Ferris Bueller says, and pausing to slow down your breath and pay attention can balance the speed of life with some stillness and attention. So how can we practice self-love and open-heartedness if we're racing from one thing or one person to the next? Slow down and be present. That is one of the most loving things you can do. Tune to the breath and count. That's just ratio breathing. That's one simple way. Another way would be to use your heart center as a meditation object. This actually is in the Yoga Sutras that just meditating on the heart helps open the heart, helps you see clearly. So you can you know, just sit comfortably and put your mind in the heart center. You just find a low point in the chest. It's like with your eyes closed, you just put your mind somewhere. Like you think about the space in the middle of the chest. That's what it means by put your attention there. Just focus. And then notice your mind and it's going to be doing all kinds of things. And you can choose a word that is like a sacred word that you place in the heart. And this word is what draws you back to the stillness there, right? You might like the word love or beloved or be love, joy, peace, heal, any of these words that you would like to put on your heart as your intention are perfect choices for getting quieter on the heart. This is uh, essentially a contemplative practice or a contemplative prayer practice where you are consenting to sit in relationship with divine, with beloved, or here, maybe even just with yourself, with that big capital S self. You're just sitting in relationship. You're not trying to move or change or make anything other than what it is. So when your mind goes and wants to go out to a list or remember a story or off on its, you know, just goes off the rails. That's what it does. You ever so lovingly bring your mind back to that space of the heart and you use the word, right? So the mind goes and you think joy 
and you bring your attention back to the heart. This can be a very, very profound practice. You can start with five minutes a day, working your way up to 20 of just sitting and resting in the heart. It changes your life. It really, really does. It changed mine. I'm in a community of other people that it has been life-changing with. So I highly recommend just meditate on your heart. You can do this anywhere. You can kind of be a sneaky little meditator, right? Maybe you're sitting and waiting for a curbside. Maybe you are on a walk in nature. Maybe you're waiting for your kid to come out of their activity. Rather than doom scrolling or just posting more things or you know, getting in your phone, doing more work or email, unplug and sit in the heart. And then notice how the rest of the day goes. That's the, that's the thing. We have to keep observing. So that's a kind of sneaky meditation. It doesn't have to be where you just set aside this time and you sit, although that is wonderful. Sometimes life means we have to take it where we can get it, and it might be in the line at the grocery store. So be a sneaky meditator on your mountain. And the third thing that I'll offer, I'm not saying, you know, go do all these things, but hopefully one of these things make you go, you know what? I could do that. That's something I can add into my life that I believe will help me feel more love and be more loving. So the third one is to practice gratitude. I know, simple and yet so profound. And there's so many ways to do this. Maybe let's go back to that curbside example where you're waiting for something. Sit there, eyes closed, breathe deeply, and you know, tick off on your fingers things that you're thankful for. Maybe you can think of eight, right? You got a thumb to each finger. Think of eight things. One great way to do this, though, is also journaling. This was a practice that I did. Gosh, it must have been uh, 2004 is when I first learned this. Um, A lot of you have probably done it, but sometimes we have to have a reminder to go back to doing it. And this is actually a a gratitude and acknowledgement practice. So you have your journal, and at the end of the day, or at some point in the day, you write down three things for which you're grateful and three self-acknowledgements. Things that you're grateful for are things that were out of your control. You had nothing to do with it, right? Like, so thankful for experiencing this beautiful sunset, or I'm so thankful that I ran into an old friend that I hadn't seen in a long time, right? Things that had nothing to do with your imposition on life, gratitudes, and then three acknowledgements. These can be very, very powerful. They're things that you did do that you're just acknowledging. Like, I meditated on my heart today. Acknowledge that. Or acknowledge that um, you showed up well for a friend when they were in need. Acknowledge that you always run late on Wednesday mornings, but today you were on time. Right? Acknowledge just, it can be huge, it can be small, but you have to come up with three. Because you might find that throughout your day, now you're constantly looking, constantly looking for three things out of your control to be thankful for and three things within your control. And sometimes you have to kind of do something in order to get that third thing on your your journal, all the better for it. I did this and it changed my mind. And this is what I do often with yoga therapy students who kind of, maybe they'll have you know, some negativity that they're working through, or they're feeling just blue or down, or they're not seeing the good in life. This gratitude practice can be deeply profound. It changes the way the brain works. Our brains are hardwired to go seek out things that are problems and things that cause fear. That's our mind protecting us. And remember, we say, oh, thank you, brain. Sure, that serves a purpose. 
but I'm going to live from my heart now. Living from the heart looks through the eyes of love and compassion and joy. You can do it on your face, right? Just that would, okay, so here's a bonus special practice I hadn't thought of. Smile, just smile, just be a dope. As you go through the grocery store, smile at everyone you see. Just be that person. We have a person in our neighborhood who waves at every single car that drives by. She's just happily out there. You know, she's probably about my age, just walking along, do, 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 do in the suburbs. Every car that goes by, she's waving and smiling. And honestly, I have to wave and smile back. That is her little part of making this world a better place. So then I go to the store, I go to my next thing, and now I'm like, I'm smiling. I'm not really waving yet, but maybe one day I'll get up to that. But, you know, like this, this is how we have to, this is how we bring a heart awakening to everyone around us. And it starts with ourselves. Okay, so you just got a little bonus practice there of smiling. Just smile at people for no good reason. You never know when that smile was exactly what they needed. And you'll get the benefit that, you know, when you use those muscles on your face that make the smiling happen, it does release a happiness hormone. I don't remember which one it is, but it does start to tell your system, oh, I think we're okay, right? And then you get to just click back down into your heart. Day's gonna go a little bit better. Okay, so if you need a little review, that was a lot. You can try balanced ratio breath right? Just pause, put your hands on your body, feel your breath as you move, as you inhale and exhale for the same length of time. You can meditate on the heart and bring it back, bring your mind back to your heart with a sacred word, any word that feels loving inside to you. Remember, that's the sneaky meditation. You can do that anywhere. Practice gratitude. So notice things that you're thankful for. If you want to go all in, then you're doing the gratitude journal and the acknowledgements. If you just want to start small, just count throughout the day. How many things are you thankful for? Okay. And then there's the bonus. Smile. <laughs> so I mean, that's, that's the language of the heart, right? It comes through the face and a smile. So now that we're halfway through the chakra system on the mountain, if you haven't yet done your self-assessment or taken the quickie quiz, I highly recommend you do, okay? Because eventually we're going to start getting into the upper chakras and these early ones, we want to have kind of a, a good understanding. So the assessment has all of them on there where you meditate a little bit on each one and ask some good questions. But here we are in the heart. And my idea going forward in the podcast is to continuously spiral up the mountain and come back down to the bottom. So we're not going to get to seventh chakra and like, oh, we're done. There's so many ways to look at life through this that we're just going to keep this spiraling. So a lot of this is introductory material, and we're just going to go on this journey together of recognizing how how can these chakras help me understand life better as I walk through spiraling up and spiraling down? We all have things that we come against again and again and again, but you're not who you were the first time you went through it or the second or the third. I linked to the quickie quiz and the self-assessment on my podcast page at jessgoulding.com slash podcast. And if you like what this podcast brings to your life, you know, in your ears, in your smile, in your heart, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review. Share this with a friend and let's get everyone on your mountain feeling good in their body, mind, and spirit. What a gift 
that you can give them. So share with friends and please do subscribe, rate, and review. That really does help this podcast get out to more people. And if you want to see where I am over here, hop over to my Facebook or Instagram at Just G Yoga and check out what I've posted. Say hi. Perhaps one day we'll be on a rejuvenating retreat together in a paradise like this. So go see photos of where I am. And don't forget, remember to check out those yoga classes on YouTube that I'm at Jess Goulding. Pretty easy to find. Jess Goulding or Jess G Yoga is on Instagram and Facebook. So let's play. I'd love to see you and show you where I am in this beautiful retreat. So from the beautiful Pacific shores of Chacala, Mexico, may you slow down and live at the pace of your heart. May you practice radical self-love. And may you count your blessings today and every day. Much love. <laughs>